Alright, came out here to the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico for another work exchange where I'm a farmer yet again. I didn't like the previous place in the in Mexico City. So I came out here. Like I've said, I'd rather I'd rather be wrong and know than to be right and never know. The people here they have been very polite to me, very kind to me so far. It's only been a couple days and I've learned from all my previous interactions with people from both in the States and around the world that when you first meet someone they're going to be on their best behavior and as I've only been with these people for a couple days I'm still hesitant even despite their kindness still in the feeling out process as for the work work is well it's very hot here not right now but it's very hot and I I don't remember working this hard in my life since I was training Muay Thai for the first time last year back in Thailand. Of course then I had a roof over my head. Now it's just the blazing sun shining down and the humidity near 100 degrees or 33, 34 degrees Celsius while I'm doing this. It's going to take a lot to get used to. The people that I'm working with, I don't envy their job, but I'm here to learn as much as I can for moving on and eventually taking all this all these experiences home with me so that I can make something out of it and all right on to the video sometimes when you're interacting with people in any social dynamic you can just sense something about them it's like a sixth sense it's not like your sight your smell your taste your hearing your touch it's something that is intangible and it's been built into us into the social con into the human construct rather which I'll get into later sometimes you can just sense when you can you get a good feeling or a bad feeling about someone and for lack of better words the best way I can put it is that it's based on stereotyping so we people we like to draw connections between one person to another based on our past experiences which is why we have stereotypes and this is stereotypes are generally based on visual characteristics we can identify to people whether they are a certain ethnicity or certain gender or generally just the way someone looks but it goes just beyond the looks it goes to the way people act as well we have all interacted with people in the past and generally these people, they, we can generally categorize people based on their personalities, whether they are, for the sake of argument, they are a very upbeat person or a person that is very ambitious. And they, these people that we've categorized into neat little groups, they have had a certain end result. And these little neat little groups makes us understanding the world a bit easier and human beings we tend to like to understand the world which is why we have built all the stuff we have around us it's through our understanding of physics of math what have you that's not the point so because we like to do that when we we take all our past experiences of the people we've dealt with and when we interact with a new person that acts a certain way we draw similarities between the people that are new now and how they are 
similar in the ways of people we've met in the past. And therefore, we can make a logical conclusion on whether they will be a certain way in the future, as in there will be a certain end result. So, to be a bit more concrete about it, there's old sayings such as, oh, I have a good feeling about this person, or a bad feeling about that person, or first impressions, they count, because they do count. When we meet a person for the first time, we need to tell generally how they are, and we can relate it to the people we've met in the past. And people in the past, they have had a certain end result, and there's a good chance that this new person that's acting the same way will have a similar end result. So to counter this, people, when we have, we are trying to, how do I put this? To counter this, these conclusions that we like to draw, that human beings like to draw, we try to be as polite as possible when we want a, we want other people to think we're going to have a certain end result. So, just like in a previous video I did uh, on how we like to, uh, human beings, I used a Muay Thai example. When two fighters, they don't know each other, they're very careful around one another. Same with any other social interaction. When people first meet each other, they are exceedingly polite. They are trying to put on their best face. They have very nice hair, nice clothing, just, and very polite. They're just trying to portray the best version of themselves, or rather, the version of themselves they want other people to perceive them as being. The best example of this is a job interview. That's when you have the suit and tie, and you're smiling, very well kept, just trying to make a positive impression on the new person that you're meeting, the person that you want to hire you. Of course, there are so many dynamics within this, within people, from our body language to the way we dress, the rate of speech, how fast we talk, to the words we use. You know, all these things, so many layers, eventually there's going to be a slip up to our facade that we're trying to portray to another one if we're trying to make a false image of ourselves. Something's going to give and people are eventually going to pick up on that. And a very solid example of this is desperation. You know, we can often tell when people are desperate, when they don't have any options. To make this more concrete, think of an animal. So when an animal is pinned to a corner, they don't have anywhere to go, they only have the threat that's facing them right in front of them, they have to take out that threat in order to survive. Well, that animal is going to try as hard as they can to beat whatever threat is in front of them. No matter how the odds are stacked up against them, they're going to try their hardest. And you can take that with people. You know, people, when you take away all the social niceties, we are animals at heart. It's been said that civilization is five meals away from anarchy. It's more than likely true. Because we are mammals just like a dog or a lion. When we don't have any options, we are going to be, we tend to be, 
exceedingly eager in pursuing whatever it is that we're trying to go at because we don't have any other roads to go for. And other people, they can sense that desperation. It's going back to that sixth sense. And once they know that they have the advantage, that the, they are, they have you by the reins, so to say, they know that they can extract more out of you. They can get a better angle at you so that they can get more of what they want sometimes at your cost, at your expense. So think of it like a dance. Whenever you have a social interaction between two people, there's going to be a interaction where two people are proverbially dancing. They're trying to determine how much each side is going to contribute. And when you have no choice but to interact with this person, well, you're going to... The other person is going to sense that you need to contribute more to make this dance happen. So they can contribute less, but you have to contribute more. And you can take this beyond just any job interview. You can take it to any, uh, perhaps a dating relationship or a sports organization or a community that you're trying to join. It applies to all, any time when you need people, other people, where you need to contribute something and they need to contribute something. You're going to be measuring each other. So the only way to have this to your advantage is to have options. Just as, as in an interview, when you're in an interview, the common career knowledge would be to not pin all your hopes into one job. You only have just not just one job. You want to have multiple jobs so that you have multiple options. And when you have multiple options, people can sense that confidence that you don't need them. And they're going to respect you for that. And they respect you because they know, consciously or unconsciously, that you can disengage from that relationship from them. And therefore, you hurt them because you're not going to be contributing something to them. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. Spread out your social currency, so to say, so that you can create options.